Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello and welcome back to the Feminine Fire podcast. I'm your host, Beck Cazillo, and today I'm sharing with you the five mindset shifts that helped me scale my spiritual business. Now, mindset is one of the three core pillars of my signature coaching framework. And if you've been in my community a while, you'll know that it's something I talk about and support my clients with a lot. Building and running a business is a big journey of personal growth, and it requires stepping outside of your comfort zone again and again and again. Yes, you need a solid business strategy, but if you don't have the mindset to back it up and support you to make those big, bold moves you often need to make as a business owner, it's going to be a lot harder to reach your goals and create the business you so want to create. And when it comes to scaling, it's true when they say what got you here won't get you there. Whenever you're up-leveling in business, that next level requires something different of you. Next level results require a next level mindset. And when I reflect on my own journey to scaling my business and what that looked like mindset-wise for me, there are five big mindset shifts that really supported me to hit that next level. And so in today's episode, I'm sharing what those five mindset shifts were that helped me scale my spiritual business. So let's get into it. Number one, I let go of perfectionism and the need to control everything. In the early days of my business, like so many entrepreneurs starting out, I did pretty much everything myself. I wore all the hats, website designer, social media manager, customer service assistant, bookkeeper, marketing manager, candle maker, graphic designer, and of course, CEO. And this isn't unusual, of course, you're likely nodding along with me because this is how so many of us start out in business, which in my opinion is actually a really, really great thing. I love how accessible it is to start and build your own business. There is so much you can do yourself to save money in those all important early days. However, there are also drawbacks to this, as I'm sure you've discovered, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. For me, as someone who identifies as a recovering perfectionist, it often meant I spent far too much time doing things like editing my social media captions over and over or thinking about and curating the aesthetic of my Instagram feed, trying to make everything perfect, which is an impossible standard to hold yourself to and just such a waste of time. If you are a perfectionist about everything in business, it is only going to slow you down. Trust me, I've been there. For me to scale, especially once my first son Noah was born when I just didn't have the time to faff around anymore, I needed to let go of that perfectionism. I needed to let go of the need to control every last detail in the business. 
It was wasting my very precious time. If I wanted to scale my business, I had to start doing things differently. This was also the time when I decided to outsource and bring on team support to help take some tasks off my hands so that I could focus on the things that mattered in terms of growth and scaling. And you just simply can't be a perfectionist when you're outsourcing. You have to relinquish that control. You have to know and trust that even though no one is ever going to do everything exactly the way you do it, that's okay. In fact, in many ways, it's a very good thing. They won't overthink it in the same way you will. It'll be more efficient and you'll have more time to focus on what's important. So if you're someone who thinks or says things like, I could never outsource that task because no one will ever do it as well as me, I am lovingly calling you out here and encouraging you to think about how much time and money you're losing by holding onto everything so tightly. Something that I've personally found super helpful here is the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule says that 20% of your efforts will create 80% of your results. When applied to perfectionism, it means that you'll usually be able to get to 80% good pretty quickly and efficiently. But getting from 80% to 100% perfect will likely take a lot more time and effort And the benefit or the impact of that extra 20% is pretty much negligible, especially when we're talking about things like writing that social media caption or making your Instagram feed look aesthetically pleasing. So that's a belief that I've really lent into as I've scaled my business. Perfect doesn't exist and 80% good is good enough. I recently read somewhere, don't let perfect get in the way of good. And I couldn't agree more. So that was shift number one, shifting out of perfectionism and wanting to control everything so that I could be more efficient with my time and I could delegate to my team effectively. So powerful. The second mindset shift that helped me scale my business was that I got comfortable in the mess of scaling quickly. Now, here's a confession for you. There are still things my team and I are organizing on the back end from three years ago. I'm not kidding, three years. Things like our old file storage and old email addresses from back before I changed my business name, they still need to be transferred and updated. But here's the thing. The reason we're still chipping away at that backend organizational admin work is because it's simply not a priority. When you're scaling, particularly when you're scaling quickly, things can get a little messy on the back end. And once upon a time, that would have stressed me out to no end, but not anymore. I just don't have the time to worry about shit that's not important. So this was a big mindset shift for me, being comfortable and okay with the messiness of it all. Now, don't get me wrong. We are still hugely organized. We have documented systems and processes, but there are always those little tasks on the back end that are just not important and not urgent. And yes, it sometimes makes things a little messy, but does it matter? Not really. What matters is spending your precious time on the things that are important. Again, the 80-20 rule applies here. When scaling, you want to be focusing on the 20% of tasks that are giving you 80% of your results. That means some things will become less of a priority 
and it may get a little messy on the back end as a result. If you want to scale your business, but the idea of things being a little messy makes you feel uncomfortable, then this is the mindset shift you need right now. Getting comfortable in the mess when scaling was so game-changing for me. The third mindset shift was that I gave myself permission to dream big and not hold back on claiming my desires. This is a big one. How often do we hold ourselves back from setting a goal because we deem it too unrealistic? We don't even let ourselves go there and claim it as a desire because why bother? It's never going to happen anyway. And sometimes we might even do this subconsciously, like we don't even realize that we're keeping our goals in check. And I know that was the case for me. I didn't realize I was doing this until I stopped to reflect on what I really wanted. And I found that my goals were actually much bigger than I was letting myself desire. Now, the reason we do this is because our ego wants to keep us safe. That's its job. In this instance, it's keeping us safe from disappointment. But at the same time, it's keeping us playing small. And when we hold ourselves back in this way, we are doing ourselves a massive disservice. Something I hear a lot from spiritual heart-centered business owners is it's not about the money. I do this because I love it. It's my sole purpose. It's my heart calling. It's not about the money. And I get that. And it's true, you are in this business to create an impact, but there's often this other desire to make your business your full-time income, for it to support you and your family, for it to help you create the lifestyle you desire. And if you want your business to do that, you also have a monetary goal. Yes, there's a deeper why behind the money. It's not just money for money's sake. But it is also about making money. And if you're ignoring that, you're again holding back from claiming your desires. I scaled my business when I went all in on what I really wanted. I stopped holding myself back from dreaming big and I gave myself permission to really go there, to claim how much money I wanted to make in my business, how many hours I wanted to work how I wanted my business to support me in my life as a full-time mama, how many women I wanted to impact through my work. And here's a fun fact for you. I often don't actually reach my goals, but I wholeheartedly believe that because I stretch myself with my goals, I get further than I would if I set something more, quote unquote, realistic. So that's shift number three. I gave myself permission to dream big and not hold back on claiming my desires. Mindset shift number four is that I fell in love with the process of business building. Now, when I say I love the process of business building, what I mean is I enjoy planning and executing strategies. I love taking a business goal and creating a strategy and a plan to help me get there testing things out, asking, will this work? Will that work? It's also one of the reasons why I love my job as a business coach, because the process of business building excites me. I love creating and strategizing and planning and looking at how you can take your business from A to B. I love doing this for myself and I love doing this for clients. Yes, it's about the result, but it's also about the process. 
So when something doesn't work out the way I expect, there's less pressure. It's never like, oh, I put in all that effort and it didn't get me the result I wanted. What a waste of time. No, it's like, okay, that worked out differently. That's interesting. What does that mean moving forward from here? It's curiosity rather than judgment. And I can almost hear the collective groan because so often I hear, I hate sales. I'm not good at marketing. I wish I could just spend all my time doing, insert what you do here. But the fact is, you're the leader of your business. It is up to you to build it. And if you don't like that process, if you don't enjoy that process, it's going to be infinitely harder and way less enjoyable for you to scale. Because no matter what, there's always going to be the next milestone, the next goal, the next launch, the next thing you're doing. You never arrive at a finished business. There is no finish line. The finish line is the end when you sell or close your business. So you've got to enjoy the journey. You've got to learn to love the process of building and scaling. You don't have to love everything about it, but you have to love more than you don't. Now, you might be thinking, but Beck, I just really don't like sales. Am I doomed here? How can I fall in love with business building when the idea of sales makes me want to stick pins in my eyes? And I get it. It is all well and good for me to say, just fall in love with the process. But sometimes that is easier said than done. How do you actually do that if you currently don't enjoy something so integral to your growth, like sales, for example? The answer lies in why you hate sales right now and the mindset shift you need to make around sales specifically, if that's your issue. Do you hate sales because you don't want people to think you're being quote unquote salesy? Do you hate sales because in the past when you've been selling one of your offers, you've heard crickets and had no bites? Do you hate sales because you just don't feel confident in selling yet? Here's what I suggest. Identify first and foremost what's holding you back from loving the process of building your business and invest in changing that. If it's sales, invest in getting really good at sales. If it's confidence around money, invest in getting better and more confident around managing your money. The support, the training, the resources, they are all out there to help you turn this around. Focus on what is going to support you to shift out of this resistance and actually enjoy your business. So that's shift number four. I fell in love with the process of business building. Okay, the fifth and final mindset shift that helped me scale my business. I learned to ask for help rather than try and do it on my own. Such a biggie. Honestly, one of the biggest game changers for me in scaling my business was learning to ask for help. As a kid, I was always super independent. I wanted to do everything on my own. I didn't want or need help from anyone. Feeling strong, independent and capable was really, really important to me. And in many ways, it still is. I just don't take myself so seriously And I don't see asking for help as a weakness. In fact, I view it as a strength. Knowing when and how to ask for help is one of the smartest things you can do. But for far too long in my business, I tried to do everything on my own. And it got me a part of the way. I did enjoy some good success in the early days, but I also stagnated pretty quickly 
And rather than investing in support to get me to that next level, I tried to do it on my own. What really shifted this for me was becoming a mama for the first time. When Noah was born four years ago now, it was a huge turning point for me, as I've already talked about. No longer did I have the luxury of time to faff about. If I wanted to grow and scale my business during this season, I needed to ask for help and get support. That was when I joined a mastermind. That was when I went on to hire team support in the business for the first time. And surprise, surprise, that was when I had my first five-figure launch. It is so clear to me now and seems so glaringly obvious. Like, of course, when I invested in support, I saw those results. But at the time, I really held this belief that I should be able to do it on my own. I didn't need help. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And since then, asking for help and investing in support has become my norm. For example, when I started this podcast, I did it knowing that I was always going to outsource the editing and production. I knew that if I wanted to have a podcast, I didn't have the time, nor did I want to do it on my own. Could I learn how to do it? Sure. Did I want to learn how to do it? No, not really. My time and energy is better spent elsewhere. I leave it to the pros. And shout out to the team at Bambi Media, the pros who edit the Feminine Fire podcast for me. They are amazing at what they do. And I'm just so grateful that they do such an incredible job and that I don't have to. (laughs) So there you have it. The five mindset shifts that help me scale my spiritual business. Number one, I let go of perfectionism and the need to control everything in the business. Number two, I got comfortable with the mess of scaling quickly. Number three, I gave myself permission to dream big and not hold back on claiming my desires. Number four, I fell in love with the process of business building. And number five, I learnt to ask for help instead of trying to do it all on my own. Now, if you're ready to scale your spiritual business, then I am so excited to share that the doors to the next round of the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind are open. The Spiritual Business Mistress Mind is my six-month mastermind experience for spiritual women ready to scale their businesses and grow to consistent 10K months while staying grounded in their values, spirituality, and purpose. This has been designed specifically for women who have built the foundations of their business and are ready to take it to the next level. Over our six months together, I'll share with you the strategies, tools, resources, and practices that I've used to scale my business to six figures and have supported my clients to build abundant, sustainable businesses that they love. It's a combination of strategy, mindset, energetics, and spirituality. We start Monday, the 9th of October, 2023, and are filling spots with the most amazing women already. To find out more, head to betcazillo.com forward slash mistressmind. And if you have any questions at all or want to have a chat, you can book a call or send me a DM on Instagram at beck.cazillo. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and leave me a five-star written review. I hope you have an absolutely magical day and week, and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. Mm-hmm.